Hi, welcome to the Anxiety Podcast. Uh, we're your hosts. Um, I'm Brianna. I'm doing uh, psychology with sociology. I'm currently in my second year. And a fun fact about me is that I really like bubble tea. Um, I'd like to also have my fellow hosts introduce themselves before we give you a brief introduction into what the podcast is about. So uh, they're Gaia and Maddie. Um. Hello, my name is Maddie. Uh, I'm a second year student at uh, Fashion Marketing and Branding. Um, and one fact about me is the fact that I'm obsessed with true crime podcast. And I'm Gaia and I am a final year psychology with criminology student. And a fun fact about me is that my name means earth. <laughs> Very yeah. fancy. We love that mild greek mythology bang, you know <laughs> got that vibe but yeah generally anxiety aims to talk about all things related to student mental health from a wide range of topics that we hopefully intend to make relatable and conversational through general episodes where we talk about our own opinions and understandings in relation to the topics we have chosen for all of you today so Gaia, would you like to start us out about today's theme, journaling, what it is, what kinds, how people do them? Would you like to start us off with your thoughts on the matter first? Sure. So for all of you who are listening to this podcast right now and have maybe heard of journaling, but don't know really what it entails, um, journaling is a written record of our thoughts and feelings. There are really, there aren't really any rules like about how to journal exactly um although most journaling is like a daily exercise and you know you can use journaling um as a way to track everyday life figuring out what makes us tick or happy or upset and there's lots of many different types of journals like before even doing this podcast i didn't even really know what journaling truly was so it's completely okay if you don't as well um so the first type of journaling is gratitude journaling which is basically where you write down a list of good things in life um, studies have shown that by keeping a gratitude journal this gives you better sleep reduce stress and makes you happier um, I, I remember actually having a gratitude journal um, I bought myself like one last year and I still haven't actually written in it yet um, because I've been busy but like the thoughts still there and I do think they are very beneficial um, have any of you guys had a gratitude journal? Ooh, at least for me, not a gratitude journal specifically, but I have journaled in the past where it's more of like me writing like positive affirmations for myself. This is something that I learned from like a friend who I was doing like um, a mental health facilitation course like last term. It ended like last month and I just found like constantly reminding myself to think of like positive things especially in this climate (laughs) (laughs) for the most part it's just like it really does go to show um how there's still good things to be found despite like all the stressful situations that you might be in at the minute and it's actually something that I'm going to elaborate later on but Maddie would you (laughs) anything you'd like to add not really I haven't like um I just have a journal but like not a gratitude journal as Bree said but um from time to time when I feel like um 
some things are taking a toll on my mental health. I choose to like write down some things I'm really grateful for. Like I'm really grateful for, I don't know, waking up every morning in a soft bed and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I, I just don't um, put all, all my thoughts in, in a journal, you know, just from time to time, I guess. That completely makes sense. And again, Gaia, is there anything else you'd like to tell us about, like different kinds of journalings or how you perceive it as well? Well, as you guys probably realize, gratitude journal isn't the only kind of journal you can do. You can also do dream journals, self-reflective journals, travel journals, five-year journals, food journals. There's even pregnancy journals for anyone out there who is pregnant right now. Um, and you've even got something called like morning pages, which is where you write a stream of consciousness like style like first thing in the morning in like morning pages which is something I've never actually come across but like I think it would be actually quite like an interesting thing to do like what's the first thought that pops in your head like when you wake up and like writing it down and like tracking that um I haven't done um most of these journals before but I definitely want to do a travel journal um because I plan to go traveling after uni so I'm definitely gonna get, get like a scrapbook and like stick in all my cool photos and like postcards and you know all those things um what about you guys have you done any of those examples either not me personally but like as someone who also wants to like travel around a lot the travel journal idea is very compelling especially with the scrapbook element mostly just because of how like I do like taking a lot of polaroid pictures as well so Thank you for the reminder. I <laughs> forgot that travel journals existed for a hot second. Uh, but also the morning page might actually be something I want to try just because of how like when I first wake up, my brain is just like still kind of like scrambled and stuff like that from sleep because dreams are why, like, at least for me, I can imagine like a lot of people relate, like not just you guys as well. Dreams can be whack sometimes <laughs> but you don't necessarily always remember the details about them so I feel like just having a catalog of like the random things that I think of like post dream experience will definitely be something very entertaining for me to reflect on at the end of it but yeah how about you Maddie um yeah I think um the I, I think like waking up and writing something down like the first thing you have in mind is not like really my thing because I'm really not a morning person at all like I just wake up and like take my time waking up actually I, I just wake up and um, lay in my bed for a couple of I don't know minutes before doing anything so I'm really grumpy so I just um, wouldn't like that very much so but I think the idea with the you know um, photo journal and everything is really great to keep keeping track everything you've been through and have memories because sometimes you just simply forget when you take pictures with your phone really I just literally um take pictures and forget about them literally so I think that's a great idea and might do that after the pandemic yeah, yeah. I guess it kind of sorry it, I guess it kind of <laughs> shows that um like everyone's different and what works for someone might work for you know might not work for you and I know a lot of people um, tend to go for the self-reflective journals where they help helps you basically create your life with intention so you 
you basically plan out your day and then at the end of the day you reflect or sometimes they have weekly versions as well. Um, I actually used to do like a format of this um, last year where I like plotted out every kind of day of the year and I'd colour code them depending on how like how good that day was or like how bad it was. So if it was like a really bad day for me, I'd plot it as like um, red, like I'd colour in the box red. And I did this in like a bullet journal, which is what I'm going to get on to in a second and tell you all about. And um, and then if it was a good day, I'd do it in like green. And then if like it was an anxious day, I'd do it in like blue or something. And like by the end of the year, you've got this like beautiful kind of coloured um, page in your journal. And like I always used to like like to write underneath it that, and like remind myself that like what I'm seeing in front of me is like um a rainbow you know that life is a rainbow not to get all deep or anything but um you know that you're not always going to have good days or like bad days and like it's completely okay to have both because that's life I guess and it just is quite therapeutic just coloring in something just a little box every day so maybe that's another thing that if you're listening to this podcast you can also do mm. to double that point um I agree with Gaia just to mention this brief thing because like coloring in boxes I can speak personally so when you mentioned that I was like oh ho, ho. <laughs> I relate to that on a spiritual level because again it's just something very satisfying about coloring in those boxes and just having like that colorful arrangement at the very end of like as you said uh Gaia about like how your week's been and stuff like that and just having that to reflect on and understanding um is really good actually so might borrow that for myself with like <laughs> my own planning and stuff like that so thank you for bringing it up all right mm. it's also a good way to like track your year as well like how when I used to do them I'd look back in like December and be like oh my god I had I guess January wasn't a very good month or like I guess I was kind of happier in like the summer months and it's just also cool if you are like one of those people that kind of likes to analyze like your year or like what the last 12 months has been like um to look back and look at like certain days like it was kind of cool to look back and be like oh on this random day in February this was how I was feeling you know good or bad and like it's just something small to do just coloring in a box every day and then it eventually adds up and like I think that's also like a really good like it's a beneficial thing to do if like you don't always have the time to like write all of your thoughts down in like depth and like Mm. like yeah no no you make some really solid points there I would actually say and like again just to reiterate it's just having that reflectiveness especially Uh, given now especially with like the next topic that I'm going to introduce um unless you had anything else you wanted to mention Gaia especially with like bullet journaling if you want to bring that up too um right after my little ramble but um (laughs) the bits that I'll mention concerning like um the direct effects with like journaling and productivity that actually have been some things that you were kind of foreshadowing earlier about like how people organize and stuff like that and um, in relation to like our current um, situation with Rona lingering around, um, <laughs> I'll elaborate more on that later. But did you want to bring anything up about bullet journaling specifically in relation to like the stuff that you were doing? Or well, would you like to save that for later? I'll finish my little section and I might as well talk about bullet journals. And this is a very popular kind of journal. It's also a different kind because a lot of people who buy normal journals, they're all like blank lined pages, they're already like templates and they're already kind of formatted for you to like 
fill in whereas a bullet journal or a bujo for short this is what I found I didn't realize you could call it a bujo it's like a bojo but you know Um, it contains basically sections to log daily to-dos, um, keep a monthly or weekly calendar, jot down notes, track both physiological and mental health, plus record both short and long-term, um, long-term goals. Um, however, a bullet journal, as I mentioned, isn't something you buy already kind of like formatted. Instead, you basically purchase a blank or dot grid, grid sorry, blank or dot grid journal and um, a lot of people I know do this and you basically create something unique to you and your goals so you'll be the one to draw out all the lines and to basically make little boxes for you to write in or like you know you can put in it whatever you want and like I said there's no format so you can like do anything you want to the pages and um, however because of that because you're having to spend a lot more like obviously you're gonna have because you're I can't see because of that um because you're having to do it yourself um, and like draw out the lines. A bullet journal does require a rather significant like time investment compared to other journals and um, as I'm sure my co-hosts will go on to in a second that can also um, bring a lot of like cons of it. Um, but yeah. Thank you for your bits as well there Gaia uh, to build a little segue into like the stuff that I'm going to talk about which again as mentioned uh journaling and productivity and journaling and COVID uh before I address that just to double check in Maddie did you have any other opinions about the manner in terms of like types of journaling you wanted to express as well before I move nothing here (laughs) it's fine I will talk later on about um generating mindfulness oh ho ho a spicy okay. topic as well. We're going to move on from that. So, yeah, just to mention journaling and productivity. As Gaia, actually, thank you for mentioning before concerning like how relevant it is in terms of like organization, because a lot of my points actually are oriented as with the first subcategory that I have mentioned with um, journaling and productivity specifically. Um, a lot of people take do journaling as a way based on my understanding is because it declutters your mental space because for the mm-hmm. most part um research has apparently indicated that short-term memory at most can really hold five to six major things in your brain before it gets overwhelmed and stuff like that and then you just your brain just deletes whatever previous memory you had before in order to create 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 wow that was a hard word to say that was not necessary <laughs> Uh, create in order to like clear up space so that way um, your mind doesn't necessarily get overwhelmed by all the information you have to process and apparently some benefits to that is that it increases like your attentive fo- like your attention span and like how you're able to focus as well as like um, in particular with uh, the common kind of journaling you mentioned with reflective writing um, It actually does apparently help a lot in relation to like decision making and like critical thinking, mostly just because of how it gives you the opportunity to better structure whatever ideas that you might have. Reflective writing actually can help improve decision making skills and critical thinking because it provides someone with the opportunity to improve their own mentality associated with um, their structure of ideas or arguments that they might have and say important information that they need to recall at a later point for the long term 
somewhere else because that way having a written form of it allows you to have created like a physical reference for whatever it is that you need to recall it also actually in relation to like the kinds of um mental states that you're in it actually also helps claim uh clarify i should say how you might have perceived particular events and able to reframe what I have learned is called a personal narrative, which to my understanding is like your own individual perception of the event, especially if time passes and you're actually able to sit down with your thoughts and just recall how you have perceived said event and how that might have influenced like your mood or like your thoughts for the remainder of the day and also just improve your overall self-awareness. So miniature TED talk about um, how journaling and productivity kind of correlate um, aside. Here's a question for my fellow co-hosts. How do you guys find um, methods in order to keep yourself productive? Because I feel like this would be a good segment to talk about like organizing, like whether or not you find like physically writing things down helps with your organization better or keeping digital formats. Um, thank you also for telling us all about how different types of journaling are beneficial. Um, personally for me, um, I definitely do like to write things down, but I don't think I always use it in like the format of like journaling. I instead, I write basically, I have almost like a, um, it's like an A4 like flat um, weekly planner. And I know at times when like, I am stressing about what like things I need to get done for the next week I literally just like to take some time and just write down what I need to do and almost give myself like a game plan because I think once you break it down like the individual tasks you need to get done and you also are realistic of yourself and how much you can manage and you're also not only factoring in time for those tasks but you're also factoring in time for yourself to relax it definitely does make it feel a lot more durable um I literally I also like to you know highlight it and color code it depending on what kind of task it is whether it is uni related or whether it's like something I need to get done from my personal life and um I like you said I definitely do think writing down um can be really beneficial on like um I do have like digital versions like I do have digital calendars but that's more to like track the weeks um as a final year student um I'm sure a lot of people can relate how it's been so hard to kind of like see what's coming up and you know there's like a million deadlines that is happening in like a month's time and the idea of them makes you just kind of want to cry and just or I don't know do, <laughs> do something else and just not really yeah. like yeah. it doesn't hit you at all you don't want to accept the facts so I think I'm definitely writing down like the tasks the individual tasks even like breaking them up into smaller things um whether that's like digital or if it's by hand it's definitely really it definitely helps me I don't know about anyone else but it definitely helps me get like a lot calmer and um feel better about myself because I think if I don't do that I feel like a failure or I don't I just feel like I'm comparing I'm probably comparing myself to other people and I'm like why can't I get all these things done but my friend over here can um but yeah what about you Maddie yeah um thank you that was like really great because I've been struggling with that also like um 
so I tend to be really disorganized, um, but I, I got an app called Notion. I don't know if you've heard about that. Um, it really helps you to get organized. Like you have a lot of um, sections, so you can have a calendar, you can have um, like a journal section where you go and you have like your own um, journal pages and stuff. So that kind of helped me a lot to get organized with my deadlines and stuff. So um, as Kaya said, I tend to put the, the dates down, to write the dates down whenever I have a deadline so I can get organized in time. But um, sometimes I get really overwhelmed by leader situations and I don't understand why, so I'm working through that. So um, I tend to record my voice whenever I feel overwhelmed and just to spill everything out because whenever I talk to my friends about it, I feel like it's too much for them, honestly, and I don't want to burden them. So I just record my voice because I'm not the type to write things down because I don't know, it's just my thing. If it doesn't make sense whenever I'm writing it, I'm writing it, I just don't want to write it anymore. And I feel like my thoughts are just um, overflowing and there are too many at the time. So I just, uh, I cannot, it's physically impossible to write all of them down. So um, recording my voice is better for me. Um, yeah. Thank you to, for sharing that, Maddie. Just to interject in, I actually thought, like, your mention of, like, video journaling, like, voice journaling probably would be the most accurate way to describe how you were saying is actually really interesting. Mostly just because of how, like, a lot of people tend to have, like, on one hand, a complicated, like, relationship with, like, how they sound. Mostly just because of how, like, um... They just think their voice sounds kind of funky on audio and stuff like that. But the fact that you find it, like, helpful, just to ask, do you ever re-listen to, like, the stuff that you <laughs> vocally? Oh, no. I just mm -hmm. simply cannot bear hearing my voice on a on an audio or anything. It's just uh, too much. I just, like, bear it somewhere I just record my voice and leave it there for months. <laughs> and then when I remember that I, I recorded my voice, I, I go back, listen to like one minute of the recording and just delete it. Uh, that's fair though. I mean, that's actually, <laughs> it's still really interesting actually, mostly just because it's like you're burying like all your concerns on like a digital frame. So I just wanted to mention that as well. And like, but to bring the conversation back to what we were initially discussing, um, I am actually a lot like Gaia in the aspect where I really like to write up things and like organize, especially with like the weekly thing, because at least in my like planner, um, I really like color coding. So I'm just like, that's something we can relate to because colors are very fun, especially mm. with categories and stuff like that. And um, I sometimes also find it hard to like actually do things, especially because of how, um, again, there's just a lot to be done and like comparisons are inevitable so bringing that up was actually a really good like conversation starter so thank you again for doing so Gaia uh, I will say that one thing that I found helped me um was whenever like I have certain tasks such as like oh I need to do certain chores and stuff like that or I need to get like certain lectures done because I feel like we've all been there with lectures 
that feel like they go on forever. <laughs> and like, uh, it's just really hard to like find the attention span to basically um, sit and go through the entire thing. I've personally found it helpful to actually like break one task that I have to write down, such as like finish a lecture. What I like to do is like, I like to break that down into even smaller tasks where it's like, oh, I have to complete a lecture. But I break that down into like, you have to listen to a lecture for 10 minutes. And then um, I create a little box, which again, something that we've mentioned before, make a box. And when I do finish that task, I color it in. So I try to essentially make the task as easy as possible to complete by breaking it down to like the smallest thing that I can possibly complete at the moment. And then just that way, at least for me, it doesn't feel as overwhelming because it's like, oh, listening to 10 minutes of a lecture is fine. So that's a method I wanted to throw out there into the universe for anyone who might be interested. I think that's a very good idea. I do that as well, um, especially in final year when you've got like 3000 word es- essays like coming out of just everywhere. Mm. Um, one thing I like to do, especially with my final year dissertation project is because it's 8000 words, it feels so daunting. And the idea of sitting down and doing it, you just don't want to do it. So I like to tell myself, OK, you spend a week um, just, you know, writing, say, a thousand words or like even just tell myself, write like 500 words a day, which is like a paragraph. And by doing that, it is so much more manageable because I think when you have a lot on your plate, you end up just like thinking to yourself, oh, my God, I've got so many things to do. But like yeah. you said, it's really good to just like break it up into really, really small things that are doable. And it kind of makes it fun because I think when you have such a big task, like an essay to do it doesn't seem fun whereas if you give yourself like just like you just tell yourself okay just write 500 words that's all you need to do today and then go treat yourself you're probably going to get a lot more out of you than if you sit you're sat there for like five hours going oh my god I need to write this 3,000 word essay instead so I think those are very valid points I think that's a great way because sometimes if you put like a lot of pressure on yourself like for example if you're not breaking into small tasks like uh, you have to do like 500 words as you said you're going to uh, cut your own productivity like if you put unnecessary pressure on yourself you know what I mean it's just um, you don't want to do it anymore so you just um, you don't have the same level of productiveness productivity productivity I think it is (laughs) so yeah um, that's an efficient way of doing things rather than just um, sitting back and just, you know, freaking out about stuff going on. Just like having the time of the day and breaking things into smaller tasks, it will help you on on the long way around. Yeah, it definitely makes it a lot more doable in your mind. Like, I know there's been times where, like, I've been stressing about, like, eight different tasks I need to get done. But if I do a game plan, as I like to call it, and, like, write down all the things I need to do for the next week it like by seeing it on the page and visualizing it because I'm a very visual learner that by Mm -hmm. seeing it it just feels like a lot more realistic and like I think I guess that's one benefit of journaling because it's right in front of you um however I do like what you mentioned earlier Maddie about voice thing I think that's also a really good idea because not everyone benefits from journaling and I think talking out loud even if you don't listen to it that's completely fine like just talking out loud how you feel is really therapeutic and probably help a lot of people and I think it helps you um to realize your emotions like speaking out and 
communicating and um, externalizing your your struggles helps you a lot, including your mind. So, yeah, I think that's a good way. I concur with what <laughs> both of you have just mentioned now, especially in relation to like organizing. And I was just mostly just taking in your opinions just to be like, yes, I agree with the things that have been mentioned before, especially concerning like breaking down. And again, like the voice thing. And I was just like, how has this not occurred to me sooner? Because at least for me, I know I tend to get rather rambly with things, but like sometimes just like um, speaking things out loud, again, is another form of manifestation um, <laughs> in the vocal sense. So in that regard, like, um, to parallel what Gaia said about how, like, writing it down gives it, like, that physical manifestation in terms of, like, actually being able to visually see it, see it, um, having, like, that recording there as well actually has an auditory manifestation. So I'm just, like, it's spoken into existence. So... Mm-hmm. That was something that, thank you for that con. I'm probably going to end up thinking about that <laughs> for the rest of the day, not going to lie. I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's something that actually exists. But uh, at least that helps me just because of how, like, um, I'm not, I do believe that auditory means do help me learn. So, because mm-hmm. I'm an auditory learner, if I think, like, a mixture between auditory and visual at this point. So, because I tend to use both when it comes to, like, studying and stuff make it a little bit more present now to reference um, Rona currently haunting us. I would like to say how, um, at least in this current um, climate of ours, that apparently uh, studies have shown how uh, journaling actually, in general, because I feel like the stuff that um, I'm going to say now actually relates a lot to like mental health and well-being as well, and not necessarily just for now, but um, journaling actually does help, like, cope with particularly stressful events and, like, relieve anxiety in relation to, like, um, as mentioned before, any particular unfortunate events or, like, bad days, because bad days are part of the human experience um, that we all experience, actually, because of how, like, um, it also brings to mind how by for- finger quotes, forcing yourself to make time for sit down with your thoughts, face them head on as you have, whether you write them out or speak them out, how it can generally change people's mindsets from like more self-defeating to more a more optimistic cycle, mostly just because of how um, it really just, especially with like, as we mentioned before, um, gratitude journals, it really does actually make you think and reflect upon how and all the good that can be found in like particular situations and stuff like that and um really forces you to confront yourself and like your own mind and like mental space at the time in terms of like how you really are and just generally checking in with yourself as well because I feel like um we're always so busy there's like a certain mentality that I feel like exists in society now where we're always like so busy and there's like the certain rush that we feel in order to actually achieve things or accomplish things and like as mentioned before that could potentially lead to like self-comparison and we're always just looking outside of what other people are doing there tends to be like a neglect in terms of like how we really look to inward towards like our own inner world and how we might be doing emotionally so to build a segue into that 
are there any particular ways that either of you guys find um, that you might look inward or just generally check in with yourself emotionally? If there are any particular ways that you guys do that or besides like using like the concept of journaling in terms of like writing things out physically in terms of like checking in on oneself, like what are your methods, strategies, if y'all have them? One method I like to do is um, FaceTime loved ones and just like talk to them, like kind of vent to them in, in a way that's not like dumping on them, just vent them um, how I'm feeling. And like, I think by talking to someone else and having them reassure me how I'm feeling, it definitely helps me. Like, say if I'm stressing and I'm feeling overwhelmed, it's so nice to have someone like say to me, like, guy, you're, you're doing OK. You know, you're in a pandemic. You're doing your final year in a pandemic that is hard that is very hard and um you know it's completely okay to feel these feelings you know like university is hard anyway let alone being in a pandemic um you know not even being able to really access any resources um you know knowing the fact that you're probably not going to be able to like go in and do face-to-face teaching anytime soon or even potentially graduate and it's okay to feel how you're feeling you know a lot of people are feeling that way too and you shouldn't feel as though um like you aren't allowed to feel the way you're feeling like I think a lot of people have kind of gone into this pandemic and have felt like they aren't allowed to be upset with what's happening because society tells you that like other people have it worst however we're all still suffering we've all had things kind of taken away from us we're all going through stuff this pandemic's been really hard and like I think sometimes having that reassurance from others that you're doing okay really does help you I agree I was just going to say how just to reaffirm something before I let Maddie speak um because conversation I just thought it was really interesting that you pointed it out like how other people might have it worse because there is like a certain mentality about like oh it's like a kind of olympics where you're literally just competing about like oh who has it Mm. worse and stuff like that and it's just like it's not a competition we can all suffer together it's okay exactly like I've had times where like I like I literally I remember I actually had one person um turn around to me and say um why are you upset you literally have it really good you probably have it the best out of like you know a lot of us and I'm just like it really upset me because I was like you don't know anything about my life like yeah okay I'm not on a ventilator I'm not dying of covid which is a horrible thing however my life isn't perfect and like I said earlier like all of us are suffering all of us have lost things in the pandemic whether it is loved ones or like time at university or like other things like um and I think everyone just needs to be kinder to each other you know that just because you might not be in hospital like struggling with the illness doesn't mean your life isn't any easier and I think we all just need to be really compassionate and nice to each other definitely like I think that's one thing that I've really learned in this pandemic that people are so easy to compare Mm. like their situations when they don't even know really the whole story because I know the person who said that to me definitely does not know what I'm going through. Like, I'd like, I don't, I think my life's quite okay. Like, but at the same time, I can't say that, you know, I have no worries in the world and that there's definitely no days where I wake up and like, I have a breakdown, you know, cheeky breakdown or, um, you know, or like there's been loss, you know, 
Um, so yeah, I definitely think a lot of people, we just all need to be nicer and stop comparing. <laughs> um, it's just kind of frustrating when you have people turn around to you and say stuff like that. Cause I don't think anyone needs that. Like to have someone turn around and invalidate your feelings. Like yeah, even exactly. if they think my life is better than theirs, doesn't mean my life's perfect. Like I definitely, I think we all can say, you know, we can all put, hold our hands and say it that like we've all struggled in this pandemic you know and like it's definitely had a massive toll on everyone's mental health like I don't think anyone's gone through the last 12 months and been like oh I'm completely fine nothing's affected me because that's not true and like I don't think it should have to get to the point where you're like you're sick in hospital for people to feel sorry for you like I think we all just need to be kinder to each other as I mentioned and like everyone is struggling and like to not be also hard on ourselves like you know if you are having a bad day that's completely okay because like what we're in um isn't a very easy situation and like you shouldn't you shouldn't pressure yourself or let other people pressure you to think that how you feel is the not the right way or you know they it don't like invalidate your feelings if that makes sense no that completely makes sense I was just going yeah. to reiterate the point that you mentioned about how like um why must you not be kind in a circumstance where so many people are already experiencing like so much um unkindness from the external world so it's like kindness is not is like not necessarily something that is difficult if anything it should just be the norm but again that's not always the case so i'm really sorry you had to like be told such a thing because that's a big oof in and of itself you didn't deserve that but again thank you for feeling comfortable enough to share such an experience with us thank you it's understandable like i've seen a lot of people um when i'm talking about like my past traumas and stuff and like my bad stories and stuff they are always like oh it could have been worse or like this person has it worse or something like that whereas like come on you don't really know because so many things have layers you know um and you and you don't know about them obviously because you are not in my position you are not in my mind you are not my in my conscious so obviously you just everything you feel is perfectly valid and everything you've been through is perfectly valid even though it's not objectively objectively um worse than something you know um doesn't matter if if your situation is better than other situation objectively speaking you know it's still valid like it's still a bad situation you're in it's not like the it's not like i don't know i don't really understand this logic because whenever you are saying oh this thing is what is worse than your situation and they're doing fine like what am i supposed to do feel better obviously not I mean what's the whole point of the you know the point you've you've done exactly like the problem doesn't go away just because someone says it's better like it's not like oh you've solved all my issues oh my god I'm a free happy woman like no the issue's still there but I'm actually now having even more issues because you're telling me how I shouldn't feel the way I feel which is why I think journaling is quite a good way to sometimes write down how you're feeling because sometimes talking to people like other people isn't the better option 
you know because some people don't always they're not able to empathize how you're feeling and yeah, sympathize yeah. with your situation and they aren't because they haven't lived your life they won't ever fully understand what you're going through and how you feel so I think definitely journaling is a definitely a very good tool in like writing down and making like kind of broadcasting your thoughts um in a way to the universe but in a way that people can't criticize you for feeling the way you're feeling if that makes sense that mm. when you journal something it's your journal it's your personal journal and like when you're writing it down no one can tell you that you shouldn't feel the way you feel and um whereas I think if you are talking to someone else someone might turn around and be like you've had it worse you know and that's not going to fix the problem that's just going to make you feel even worse yeah because you're like why would I like it, it just makes you second guess yourself about about your situation you're like oh so like it's not valid what I'm feeling and what I'm doing like you know kind of like thinking about the the situation like victim complex sometimes I, I personally feel like whenever I'm telling someone something and um, they are saying, oh, like, it, it could be worse. I, I'm just putting myself into a situation where I'm, like, questioning myself. And I'm like, um, am I a victim? Like, do I have a victim complex here? It's just, am I, am I this, like, dramatic and stuff? Like, am I allowed to feel this feeling? Just to build up on that, in relation to, like, are you allowed to feel such things? I feel like just to tie back in with the concept of journaling as well, just to make a little bridge there, just like journaling does give a really good opportunity to reflect upon whether or not, like, of course, feelings are always valid. Like, how you experience something or, like, the emotions you get out of, like, interactions with, with people or, like, your external environment, that's always going to be valid because that's how you're processing the situation emotionally and just like journaling provides an opportunity to clarify on like your facts or like how you perceived it and just get getting that emotional like twistedness that you might be experiencing because of like particularly negative events as well in relation to that so again if you personally feel like there's a circumstance where you feel like you've been put in the wrong of course it's naturally okay to feel that way but um, have being given like a platform, like a platform is used in a very loose term. I should probably say safe space to essentially like process how you might be feeling from said incident in order to like really reflect upon it can probably help overall with your overall um, mental perception on the entire thing that you've experienced. And both of you have probably put my little reflection there <laughs> into far more eloquent terms with what both of you are saying because for the most part I just thought that hearing these perspectives were particularly interesting as well. Of course the floor is always open for further discussion. I just wanted to highlight that Maddie would probably also be introducing us to our next few topics as well but if either of you had like thoughts in relation to what we've said before that you'd like to carry on with you're more than welcome to do so before we move on to our next segment. No, I'm fine. I'm more than happy for Maddie to move on with the next exciting topics for us to discuss. Yes, yes. Amazing. Okay, thank you. So um, I'm going to talk about journaling and mindfulness. Oh. So for those, <laughs> for those who are not familiar with mindfulness, I have a little definition here. 
So uh, mindfulness is basically um, the basic human ability to be fully present, aware of where we are and um, what we are doing and not overly reactive or overwhelmed by what's going on around us. So besides meditation, sports such as yoga and um, I don't know, going for a walk or like other other um, like mindfulness things you, you can do. A good way to anchor yourself in the moment is through journaling. So um, have you ever um, done any like exercises, mindfulness exercises, such as meditation, like breathing exercises? Um, I used to do meditation um when I was younger and I found that really calming even though I wasn't ever sure whether maybe I was actually edit like I wasn't ever sure whether I was actually meditating whether I'd fallen asleep so um still don't really know um kind of what happened but um I do think meditation definitely helps and I think I've done mindfulness in the past and like that's also like a really beneficial way um for people to be like uh, you know feel what they're feeling and just like I think not just feel peaceful but like um I don't know like I think some people aren't always like willing to try things like meditation or mindfulness because they mm. they they think oh this isn't gonna work or like this is just me sitting down crossing my legs um just trying to clear my mind and it's impossible because I've got a million things like um running around in my head but I do think they are definitely two beneficial methods to use if you are interested and I have found them definitely like helpful in the past. What about you, Bree? Oh, I was just going to say I felt a little called out there when you said this like, oh, there are a million things running through your head. So because like at least for me, I'm always interested in like mindfulness, but I don't know much about it. And just like that's because I'm just the type of person whose brain is kind of like scrambled anyways. So it's just like at least for me. Um, especially with the point where you said, like, you don't necessarily know at times whether you've fallen asleep or, like, um, you're actually, like, processing things in your head using, like, said mindfulness techniques. Because I've tr I feel like I've tried in the past subconsciously because I do have a tendency to lie in bed and just spend, like, 20 to 30 minutes, like, thinking, doing nothing but thinking before I go to bed so in that sense I'm just like right I've gotten all my thoughts out of the way gonna yeet over and try to shut my brain off in that sense so in terms of this I'm not actually that much aware of in terms of like stuff to do with mindfulness so hopefully both of you can provide insight into that because my little ramble there is like the extent of my experience with the topic actually there's a app that I actually I remember using a while back called Headspace that I know a lot. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah, and it has like three to ten minute sessions where you can do like mindfulness. We can do like sessions about mindfulness, anxiety, sleep, stress, that stuff. And um, I think it's free on the App Store. It might not be. Um, I, I had it a while ago, but like it definitely helped me. And I think. The person who like runs it who does the sessions used to be like a monk and everything so they're like obviously fully trained in like you know feeling calm and being able to center their mind and um I know a lot of people who have used up and have found that very beneficial so for people who can't obviously because at the moment in the pandemic we can't always get to things like mindfulness classes if you are interested in the 
if you are interested in doing mindfulness um you can just download something like headspace and it will definitely help you that way too no i was just gonna say i was just gonna take both thank you for the name drop and stuff like that because i was just like i might look into those just at least to try because i feel like after hearing both of your experiences it's definitely worth giving another shot at least on my end just because of how like it's something that i've always been interested in and it's just like there have been useful uh, both of you have expressed usefulness in relations like these methods so i would definitely give it another crack but yes maddie would you like to continue with what you wanted to say apologies for my brief so i just wanted to say that um if you ever if you ever had anticipatory anxiety like if you think let's say you have a presentation this is this is a personal call out so um you have a, a presentation and you are feeling really anxious about it, like even before, even a week before the presentation. Um, journaling actually helps you quite a lot um, for like putting you in the present moment and just give you the clarity, give you the fact that you are in the present moment and you cannot um, simply manipulate a anything you are doing in the future. Like you don't have to worry about the the things that are going to be in the future you know you just cannot control it but you are still anxious so journaling and saying how how you are feeling about the event and explaining how things might be going wrong because that's to be fair that's why we have anxiety sometimes because you are overthinking things like for example what if this thing goes wrong and what if this happens or like things like that in general so sometimes it's quite hard to find time to be even praise even present and mindful but you have to find a way that works for you like even even if in going if it's going into nature and having a walk before like um try to journal even if you have to go to a safe place in your house that you want to journal there or like you you just have to see different methods to try them out it's like I just said at, at the start of the episode I think you said something about trial and error um I think it was Brie I think yeah um but you you just have to try maybe you will fail but well, that's okay. There's like a, a lot of different versions you can try, like a lot of different options you can try. For example, like finding a preferred agenda or like a nice colored book that you can write in is really helpful for journaling. Um, a nice pen with a nice flow, actually. I, I love like gel pens. Mm -hmm. um, so those are nice you can you can even try to um put stickers in your journal to um doodle in your journal i guess um you know um paint paint how you're feeling that's i think that's sort of like um a therapy thing mm -hmm. therapy through art finding different things you can let your emotions out and be kind of with yourself for a second in a day it's actually really helpful in um 
I don't know, just getting in touch with yourself. Because sometimes you you are losing yourself to different things in your life. For example, when you're like doing a project or you're doing too many things besides your personal life, like, I don't know, you have too, too many things on your plate. Um, it's important to connect with yourself through different activities. And journaling is one of them. Um, it doesn't have to be the traditional journaling as you write it down or something. But yeah, um, also, if you want to find online um, things that might help, for example, if you don't know what to write in your journal, if you are feeling a burnout, because it happens, you know, um, it's quite usual to feel a burnout when you are having a stressful period of time and um, not to feel anything, like to feel numb and not to have that many thoughts. Um, you, you can search online like prompts for your journal that could help you out of your burnout. So um, questions such as uh, what's the most important thing in your life at the moment? I personally um, struggle with finding myself and um, I don't know, um, really defining my self-worth. So uh, just like getting to know yourself through these prompts in your journal is really important as well. Thank you for sharing all of that, Maddie. There's definitely been some very useful information there. Uh, Gaia, would you like to start us off with any reflections you might have had in relation to what Maddie has said? I just, uh, I think you did some some really good points. Um, I'm just trying to like think of what I'd say about them. No, perhaps. You... Oh no, no. I was just going to offer like I extended it to you in case you wanted to say anything first. But if you still would like some time to reflect, I can respond to Maddie first, so it gives your brain some time to process everything. Because yeah, my brain is not working this morning. <laughs> oh no, you're good. Same. I can first then, if that's the case, if you'd like. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So I was just to reiterate what you said earlier, Maddie, especially in relation to like starting with prompts and stuff like that. That's actually a really good idea because a lot of the times, again journaling is such a broad concept in the first place it's just like you're grasping at straws just like which straw should I use just like how am I supposed to like start in terms because like again building an agenda and like building a purpose as to like why are you doing this in the first place because it's like it's better to have a um as to use Gaia's words from earlier I believe having a game plan when you're going into doing something that's probably going to be more useful just because of how like you have an intent you have a purpose you're not just aimlessly uh in a void of your own thoughts trying to figure out like mm -hmm. why you're doing this specifically which is actually something i'd like to expand upon later on c concerning like little bits uh tidbits that i will keep secret for now but um, i will say that um in relation to like consistency is also a pretty important thing too because a lot of the times like uh we don't always feel motivated to do things but doing them anyway is still important because like this is probably a universal experience for like people everyone it's just like when you have work whether it's assignments or like your job or like whatever it's just like it's hard to always feel motivated to complete the task in the first place and the reason why i'm using such a broad metaphor to tie it in with journaling is mostly just because of how like some days we don't necessarily have the energy to like write down how we might be mm. feeling on a particular day 
And so um, I was just wondering if you had looked into anything in relation to like consistency and stuff like that, because I had a few thoughts, but I just wanted to see if you had like any opinions first, Maddie. To be fair, I looked it up and I couldn't find much, but from my personal experience, um, as I said before, I just, I'm not really consistent with my writing because I, I just, it, it doesn't make sense. I have like a lot of thoughts. They don't really correlate. So I just, I refuse to write them down because if it doesn't correlate, why would, why would I write them down? So um, I'm not really consistent with my writings and either with my, um, you know, voice recordings. But um, yeah, just, I think making it fun and um, I don't know, associated with something pleasant, with something that um, it just, I don't know, introducing it to your routine, if you, even if you don't have one, just putting it there in your routine, I think that helps a lot. Um, and I thought that if you do the same thing for, for 21 days, it just becomes a part of your routine and everyday thing. So I don't know, just uh, forcing yourself for 21 days to journal and take care of yourself. I think that helps with consistency. Oh no, that's important with the self-care thing. I was just going to say to highlight probably a theme that we've said earlier on in like the podcast in relation to like breaking things down to a point where it would be embarrassing if you weren't able to do at least what you might have classified for yourself as like the bare minimum. Possibly just like, again, with what you mentioned before, Maddie, I thought it was interesting how you said a lot of your thoughts have like a conflict of interest per se, because mm -hmm. of how, like, they're so unconnected. But, like, journaling, just because you might have a particular theme or, like, motivation with, like, because we talked about the types of journaling before in relation to, like, gratitude, travel, and such, such like that. There's nothing wrong mm -hmm. with also just having a type, a place to where, to info dump. So, like, even if it's just, like, your own mental madness just being word vomited, onto a page or just like um vocally yeeted into like a void as we've expressed today concerning like voice journaling and stuff like that even if it sounds chaotic at the end of the day as long as it's working for you and you manage to get all of those out there doesn't necessarily need to be like pressure of org order or organization to it if that makes any sense but yeah Gaia did you have anything you wanted to expand if you wish to join yeah, um, I think both of you have made some really good valid points. Um, I was going to comment on what Maddie said about consistency. I think in society there's that pressure. Like I know I felt it. Whereas when they're like, "Oh, Jen is gonna like it's gonna help you so much," but then you're scared to start because you're like, "Oh, I I can't do this. I can't like kind of commit to this." Um, like I know there's definitely been days where like I, I th um someone bought me a journal um for Christmas and um. I was like oh I really want this journal this is actually really aesthetic like this is going to be the year where I'm going to like really plan out my life and I'm really going to be really proactive about what I want to do but then I it's three months down the line and I still haven't opened the journal because I just I've struggled to find a day and I think like I think some people like struggle to start a journal for those reasons that like in society is like that pressure that you need to like if you are going to journal that you need to journal every day and like that doesn't always have to be the case like we're all busy people and like I I think 
even if you journal like once a week or like you journal like irregularly that's still okay because I think it's still getting the job done you're still writing your thoughts down or you're tracking something like and like we shouldn't have that unrealistic expectation of ourselves to like be able to or be in the mood to journal things all the time because I know there's been some days where like I'll need to write something down or like I need to complete a task but I don't feel like it like I really just don't want to do it and I think you need to listen to your body in those moments and be like right okay well deep down I'm not feeling like this so there's no point forcing myself through this and making myself even more miserable I might as well just come back to this on a better day if that makes sense no that absolutely makes sense actually and it's like keeping in mind with like always checking like the topic that we've mentioned earlier about always checking in with ourselves in relation to like how we're feeling how we're doing and the stuff like that um journaling is meant to be a place where we can improve said mental state not necessarily like drain it so again just to reiterate your point about how it's always important to check in and make sure that we're listening to our body and stuff like that that's very important so thank you for that tidbit Gaia but yes, just to ask before I generalize, like summarize what we've talked about today, as well as like referencing that uh, oh so secret topic that I mentioned earlier. Maddie, did you have any points you want to add before I jump into our next segment? No, thank you. Snaz. So, as to mentioned before, um, we talked about like unrealistic expectations in terms of like. Um, how we might perceive journaling and stuff like that and again as guys mentioned before with um there being a particular pressure to do it right the first time when we do start um i would like to expand further on bullet journaling actually and how um there are a lot of expectations surrounding bullet journaling with pressures about having it to be super aesthetic because of how like as expressed earlier on um bullet journaling can be one of those really um free types of journaling where you're allowed to like add a lot of color and stuff like that and it's just a lot of freedom in terms of like how you decorate and design it so um there's a lot of like um study grams for example or like general social media platforms like pinterest youtube and instagram put a lot of focus on the aesthetics of bullet journaling with like design and stuff like that and might they do and express how it's like easy and available for everyone however it's not always the case for people who might who are seeking bullet journaling as a way to maintain productivity. This is due to how like certain designs might take up a lot of time each week, which again is not time saving and kind of contradicts like the initial goal of wanting to be pr- productive because it's a form of um, passive uh, procrastination. And what I mean by that is basically you're doing something where you think you're going to be productive, but really you're delaying the actual action that will bring you to such productivity in the first place and um in order to keep consistent with um bullet journaling there shouldn't necessarily be as much pressure on the individual to make it as aesthetically pleasing as the one in social media because social media is a whole hotbed of topics that we probably could be able to discuss in like future episodes but i will leave it at this It's like, it's very curated. I'm sure most people know social media can be rather curated and stuff like that. So you don't know what's necessarily going on in the individual's life or like how they're finding time for these things. But again, doesn't necessarily need to be judgment. 
or comparisons made at the end of the day as long as like um you have to think about why you started your bullet journal in the, the first place being productive um tracking habits or thoughts and just as long as your bullet journal is working for you and you're designing it to in order to work for you then really that's all that's really needed or like necessary if that makes any sense at all and it'll just make it easier to stay consistent when you really do focus to the nitty-gritty bits of what's most important to you and stop with the self-comparisons so yeah a little ramble aside did you guys have anything you wanted to expand upon concerning maybe unrealistic expectations of like journaling that might be perceived not just necessarily on bullet journaling bullet journaling was merely just an example i thought to bring up since gaia opened the door for a conversation earlier um i sorry i definitely i agree what you say like i think i've been a victim of that in some respects that i've seen on social media all these beautiful bullet journals and i'm like oh my god i want to have that and you then end up thinking that if you have a beautiful journal you have a pretty journal that like it's going to almost like sort all your problems out or that like everything will be fine because it looks all pretty on the page and everything and like um I've definitely wanted to try bullet journals in the past but then I've been like I can't spend that amount of time like you know making it look all aesthetic and pretty and then you get worried that like you're going to end up messing it up and then you've kind of ruined like the whole page and you've got to start again and I think just all that added pressure kind of like you said like it loses the point it really kind of takes out what was actually like why you were going to be journaling in the first place like what the reason was you know to like help yourself or keep like track your tasks or like track your mood or whatever it ends up becoming a lot more than that um so I think like you said like I think it's better just to like focus on just getting the things down and making it look pretty later instead of spending all this time because I know for me if I like spent about two hours making a journal look pretty I'm by the end of it you're not going to want to like write anything down you're going to be like oh I'm sick of this um and like I said that's not really helpful for anyone and especially not for you so I think it's definitely a lot better just to get like a normal journal if you are scared of that happening to you and you're you're worried that um it's going to take ages for you to do this beautiful bullet journal and by the end of it that you're not going to want to like write anything down um I think it's probably then a lot better just to get a normal journal and just write things down and then make it look pretty afterwards I don't know if Maddie had any other ideas to expand on that um not really no um but I was thinking about consistency it's okay if you cannot journal every day to be fair, it's totally up to you when you're feeling like it. You don't have to journal every day. Mm, um, and you don't have to have a routine, honestly. Like, I don't have a specific routine I, I follow on a daily. So I don't know about you. Do you have a, do you have a routine? I have small elements that I try to, like, keep consistent with, like, self-care and stuff like that, such as just, like, uh, skincare and stuff like that, and just generally writing out stuff that I have to complete for the week. But at the end of the day, if I don't achieve those things, that's fine. Like, I'm not going... I'm trying to get myself to a space where it's, like, it's okay um, if I don't finish everything that I have done I had set out for the day as long as I was like somewhat productive and like also 
trying not to feel guilty about taking time for yourself to basically relax and stuff like that as well. That's a big thing. But um, that can be something that can be unpacked in the future. Yeah, I totally agree. How about you, Gaia? I don't think I have anything else to add, really. I think a lot of what um, I've wanted to say has really been covered in um, this whole session. And I really do think we have really brought out some really important points you know to debate and the things for people to think about you know after this that like journaling it is a very good thing um to do and if it works for you that's amazing but if it doesn't that's completely okay as well like everyone is different and um you shouldn't feel as though you need to look after yourself or do self-care things that are like typical in society because they might not always work for you not everyone benefits from journaling not everyone benefits from bubble baths like you need to find out what works for you and that is completely okay um i was i was about to say that you made some valid points like really good points thank you yeah i second that especially with like at the end of the day regardless of what we're talking about in these conversations in terms of like different kinds of like well-being or like mental health topics or just like um general things of discussion at the end of the day if it doesn't work for you that's okay we're just eating thoughts so that way y'all if you do happen to be listening to episodes of the podcast it's just something for you to think upon really so yeah that's it from us uh do either of you anything to add before we finish off here maybe no, I'm good. I've thoroughly enjoyed recording this, well, today, our first podcast. And I really do hope whoever is listening to this um, that you have been able to find some useful methods um, or ideas to draw on and that hopefully, you know, journaling works for you too. But if not, like I said, that is completely okay. And just keep doing you, you know. Um, but apart from that, that's it for me. Um. <laughs> I was about to say, like, um, totally agree with what Kaya said. So, um, yeah, just don't beat yourself up if you cannot journal. Um, you you'll surely like find something else that works for you better. So, um, keep doing you. You're doing just fine. We're in a global pandemic. <laughs> We're all struggling. Yeah, exactly. You you are doing the best you can. Yeah. Don't compare yeah. yourself to some to someone else. You don't know what's going on in their lives. So exactly, and be kind to yourself. You know, if you're struggling and something's not working, that is completely okay. Like, um, it's completely okay to feel the way you're feeling. A lot, like as you mentioned, like everyone's struggling in this pandemic, and not only should we all be kind to each other, we should be kind to ourselves and um, just keep, you know, keep working on ourselves. You know, and um I really do hope like I said that um journaling will um by us discussing this that um people will be able to use these tips and um it helps like lighten the struggle lighten the load a bit you know yeah thank you both for generally expressing concerns both of you have already expressed the things that I've want to say in relation to final points in relation to journaling regardless of like different kinds benefits that you might find from this particular pastime may happen any 
expectations you might necessarily have towards said pastime in the first place that may not necessarily work for you that's completely fine at the end of the day what works for you works for you you're as free as you want as long as you're not hurting anybody within that context to generally adjust journaling as a method in order to work for you but yeah that's generally going to be it for everyone uh in terms of like our conversations around journaling thank you for joining us in today and just remember to stay kind, keep trying, and look after yourselves. This has generally been the Anxiety Podcast, and we hopefully look forward to hanging out with you all virtually soon for conversations. So yeah, thanks again, and have a lovely, regardless of whatever time that you're listening to this episode may have, because time <laughs> is an illusion <laughs> in this current <laughs> pandemic. Uh, hope to talk to all of y'all again. So yeah.